What do tax changes, Roth conversions, market worries, inflation, and acrobats have in common? Absolutely nothing. But if you listen to our podcast today, we can put it all together for you. That's right, everyone. Welcome back to the wind down. This is for the month of July, and we know that you guys love it. Uh, what Morgan didn't mention is that we are drinking this beautiful wine. It is, and it's called Acrobat, and it is a uh, Pinot Grigio. Um, and so we have a taste of it. It is pretty nice. Uh, but yeah, we've got a few topics that we're going to cover some of the frequently asked questions that we get from clients and non-clients all throughout the month. And we've compiled them and said, let's just tackle them today for the wind down. Well, we certainly do appreciate you listening to us today. Um, if you are listening to us in particularly on iTunes, we would love it if you would write us a review. Uh, give us a five-star rating if you think we're a five-star type podcast. Well, a lot of people have done that. And then write us a review because we love to be able to read those and be able to know how we can make the show better. Also, make sure you check out our website, pomwealth.net. Um, there's a blog page there that we write a blog every single week. because It's a, a wealth of information if you're planning for and living through retirement. But before we get into this show, we have to do a quick disclosure and then we'll get started. That's right. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the wind down. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our wind down. I cannot believe it. A whole nother month has come and gone. It's the end of July. And uh, the only thing that makes me go, wow, I can't wait. And I'm excited to this end of July is that we get to have wine and do our wind down. <laughs> so we welcome everyone. But to get us started, we do all our wind downs almost the same way. We turn it over to Morgan and Morgan breaks down what she has decided to feed Merce and I on the wind down. Well, I'm not sure what that says about me, but what we are doing today is drinking the Acrobat Pinot Gris. It's from the Willamette Valley. And from what I can recall, I think this is the first wine we've done from Oregon. Um, it's crisp, it's light, and it's more acidic than say like your Chardonnays or your Sauvignon Blancs. Um, and it pairs well with all the good summer foods like fresh veggies, seafood, and you know the lighter meals like sushi. Well, I like it. Nice what do you think, Marce? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I I think it sounds really good with sushi now that you've said that. Yeah. And it's also like under 15 bucks. So even better. Yeah. Well, Morgan did not bring sushi for us. She Sorry. just brought us the wine. <laughs> so what we've uh, had is we've had so many questions coming in uh, from clients just on different topics. I think people, uh, you know, just kind of as things are hitting them, they're kind of asking us uh, other questions. And so we, uh, like we did last time on the wind down, we handled some questions that we were getting. We decided to do the same thing again today. So Morgan, could you kind of give us the outline of our conversation? Sure. We're going to touch on a couple of different things here. Uh, potential tax changes, a Roth conversion, market worries, when's the next correction, and inflation. I'll plan for that. So first off, we have potential tax changes. What can you tell us about that? 
You want to get us started on that one, Mars? Yeah, you know, this is a question that I think a lot of advisors just don't like because right now it's all hypothetical. Um, there are some things that are going on uh, in D.C. as far as bills and stuff that are trying to be passed as far as tax changes that has everyone nervous and for good reason. Um, but I think there's going to be some understanding that needs to happen as well. Um, we actually are planning on doing a podcast uh, a little bit more specific on some of the, the potentials coming up, but we've gotten enough questions. We figured we should at least do some highlights today as far as some things that could be coming up. Once again, we'll say this a few times, it's all hypothetical right now. So at the end of the day, there's no major reason to start making any changes just yet until there's something set in stone. And we know taxes change all the time. So with that said, there's a few big things that uh, we've taken of note. One is uh, the capital gains uh, tax is potentially going to change. Um, uh, and a lot of this comes down to how much income you make in a year. So this is really targeted towards that family that makes, I think the number is around over 400,000 a year where they're really going to be impacted. Anyone below that, uh, there may be some changes there, but nothing, nothing of major significance from what we are seeing. Once again, nothing is in stone yet. Um, but the capital gains could go to more of like your ordinary income tax rates. So right now you can pay anywhere between 15 to say 23% on capital gains, which is, which that is if you sell something for um, a gain, you have to pay taxes on it, whether or not it's long-term capital over one year or short-term, that kind of changes your tax construct as well. But they're potentially changing how much you're going to be paying on capital, capital gains. Once again, all up in the air. Um, another big one is the tax rates. So uh, this kind of goes to the higher income earners. It looks like they are thinking about adding in a, another tax bracket uh, or replacing the highest with an even higher number, getting close to about 39, I think 39 to 40% is that proposed number as being the top level tax rate. So that can be concerning as well to the higher income earners. Once again, uh, that number is kind of around that 400,000 and above to where you start experiencing that. Uh, and there's a couple other big ones. Uh, if Raiden, you want to go through those. Yeah. So the other one is a state tax. That is, that is a really big number right now. Uh, you have to have, uh, quite a bit of money to even worry about an estate tax. Um, and that's kind of a little bit of a, of a growing number. It used to only be a million dollars. If you had more than a million dollars, it would be, you'd have to have an estate tax in addition to any other taxes that would be out there if it were like an IRA or whatever. Uh, now it's a rather large number, uh, around $10 million a person, but there is some conversation, some talk about lowering that. Again, I don't think it's going to be, from what we're hearing, it's not going to be drastically lowered back down to, let's say, a million, but it could go back down into the three to $4 million range. Uh, and so again, these are just conversations that are being had. Um, and we're trying to say this after every one of these bullet points so people don't get um, too upset or too uh, much anxiety. This is just all topics right now that are being discussed. It is not something that is being done yet. And then the last one is call spaces. Again, this call spaces is kind of coming up from this idea. If you understand call spaces, if I inherit, let's say I had a, a house that my uh, that I bought and I paid $100,000 for the house, and now it's worth $500,000, and I leave it to my children they get to step all the way up to the $500,000 value without paying taxes. That's the way it is today. Well, there's some talk about adjusting that. Again, uh, as to how that plays out, we don't know, but, but, but the idea would be to adjust that and then 
the beneficiaries may have to pay some tax on that money. Uh, so these are just some of the topics that are being discussed. We know that the media gives these things a lot of attention and really runs out the theories. Here's what Merce and I are telling folks. Don't worry about it yet because you don't want to make a plan on something that's not occurred yet. And then all of a sudden we've got planning that's put in place and, the, and that never occurred or it's different than what we thought. So these are potentials. Do not act on those potentials yet. Let's wait until we know what they are. As soon as we know what they are, we will be communicating with everyone to let them know. But at this point, don't worry about it. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. And another common question we've been getting lately is in regards to Roth conversions. Is that something that, that I should do? So I think Roth conversions are something we should always look at. Um, and and, and there's just such a huge benefit. If I get my money into my Roth IRA, it all is growing tax uh, free for us. It's, I, I, I can be able to get that money out and not have to pay taxes on any growth. So if somebody is thinking, should I do a Roth conversion? That's a great question. And, the, and to answer that question is, we need to do an analysis. We need to look at it. Um, Merce and I have uh, software that we can use that will look at the whole picture. We actually have CPAs that we work with that can help us back up that picture to make sure that we're looking at it properly. Um, but a Roth conversion is, is just a fantastic tool to utilize or to at least look at. It may not make sense that year. It may be that in a conversation, we just had a conversation this morning with a lady that we said, look, uh, this is something that for 100% you should consider, but you need to wait a couple of years because she's going to be retiring. And when she retires, it's going to be way better because her income is going to go way down. And that's going to be optimal for her in her particular situation. Um, Merce, can you just hit on the one topic here real quick before we go away from this? To make sure everybody understands that the, the guidelines between conversion versus funding or putting money into a Roth. Yeah. So there, there are two types of ways that you can get money into a Roth. One is by doing a contribution. So you make IRA contributions, you make contributions to your 401ks. You can also make contributions to your Roth account. Um, there is a limitation on that. It's around six to $7,000 a year, depending on uh, your age. And also your ability to contribute to a Roth account also depends on how much you earn every single year. So if you make a lot of money, uh, then you may not have the ability to contribute to a Roth account. Now, a conversion, what we're mainly focusing on here is anyone can do a conversion. It's basically the act of taking money that's already in an IRA, a pre-tax IRA, taking that money, paying the taxes on it, and converting it into a Roth account. So obviously, there is taxes paid on, on that event. So we have, to, we have to consider, well, how much can we do if we're going to do a certain amount, what does that mean for our overall tax picture? Does that throw us into another tax bracket? Are we paying extra taxes on that money? Does it make sense? What's the end goal here? Is the end goal to 
leave money tax-free behind to our heirs. So we take the burden of paying the taxes while we're alive and leave it behind so that they have an easy transition and some tax-free money. Or is it to convert so that we have tax-free money for our own retirement? So there's a lot of different things. I'll tell you, you know, 10 years ago, we would see pretty relatively small amounts in Roth accounts. Now we're seeing amounts in the hundreds, couple hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars in Roth accounts. So it is becoming a trend. It is very important. We've got the threat of taxes going up. Uh, the stretch IRA, we've done a whole podcast on that with the SECURE Act that was passed last year. That is now gone. Um, so there are significant advantages, advantages to a Roth conversion, getting as much into a tax-free bucket as possible. Once again, it all comes down to everyone's specific situation, which is why we say we need to look at this every single year. And you don't, it's not possible to really have a good plan that's going to hold up every single year. We have to adjust every single year based on our own situation. Um, so that's all I've really got there. So the next topic was market worries. When is the next correction coming? Do you guys have that on the calendar? Or? Yeah. So that's a question we get all the time, you know, especially we've had this, this very uh, huge run up in the market uh, since the uh, um, since COVID began, we had a, a pretty big correction in the market. The stock market fell about 34%. And then it has just gone gangbusters ever since that. Um, and so people go, wait a minute, this seems a very inflated number, or this seems like things are just out of whack a little bit. And so, so there's these concerns about when are we going to have our next market correction? Uh, Mer Merce and I always tell people, we know a couple of things. One, we're going to have a market correction. Um, and we just don't know when, and we don't know how much. But what we do also know is that there are strategies to be able to help people to be ready for those as, as almost it's, it's predetermined that we're going to have a correction. So why not go ahead and be ready for that correction, meaning go ahead and have a plan in place. Now, what we are not saying is, that you should get out of the market now with this idea we're going to have a market correction. What we are saying is to have a, a sell side discipline. We teach it all the time. We teach about having a sell side discipline. And what that means is that we operate our money management approach to saying there's a time to be in the market and there's a time to be out of the market. But we don't do that prematurely. We don't say, let's get out and not participate, not let have any returns. We had a couple of clients, by the way, that said, uh, I don't believe that this market's going to sustain. I, I don't think it's going to grow anymore. So get me out. And then the market grew about 25% ahead of that. And they called and said, hey, I was wrong. Get me back in. Merce and I use very hard data. And we say with that data, what is going on? Well, I can tell you right now, the market's going up and it's continuing to go up. At some point, that's going to correct. Are we going to be able to tell our clients that, hey, we need to correct and get out of the market at the top? Absolutely not. Are we going to be able to do it though and protect from significant losses? Absolutely. Um, we are never telling folks that we can beat the market and that we're going to always do better than the market. But there are strategies that will that will help somebody be able to protect from significant losses. So we'll say this again, but if you've got questions on that particular topic or any topic, feel free to reach out to us and we're glad to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. But I think that covers that pretty good and we can hit our final point. Yeah, the last one is how do we go about planning for inflation? So I can start this one off. Um, inflation in the headlines has been uh, a hot topic. Um, if you think about what we have done to stay afloat throughout the pandemic, what the government has done, what the Fed has done, um, as far as the printing of money, as far as the stimulus packages, as far as all the different uh, things that are coming up in legislation right now, a lot of things 
are going towards getting us out of this pandemic environment and trying to help the economy grow and to get back into what we know. And so inherently part of that as a result is going to be inflation. We're already seeing it in certain areas, right? Gas prices have gone up. The cost of goods have gone up. Uh, home construction materials, all stuff like that has started to go up. So everyone's getting worried about inflation, especially if you are in retirement or close to retirement, it's been a concern. Um, our stance on it is, well, there's nothing you can do if inflation is going to happen. It's going to happen. It's always been around. It's been low some years. It's been very high some years, and it's been average. In the last 10 years, it's been around 1.5%. The last 100 years, it's been around 3.2% on average. So um, how, do we how do we plan for it? Well, it kind of goes back to our response to the last question of market worries. Uh, you got to have a strategy that you're comfortable with. And, and, and in our opinion, there are ways to do well in a, an inflationary environment. So there are assets that you can move into, that you can shift into, that are going to do just fine when we see inflation. And on the flip side, there are assets that are going to crumble when we see inflation. And so having, an, having a strategy overall that can, is not set in stone, that, is not, uh, that, that can actually be shifted from time to time, depending on what the world and what the market is giving us, uh, that's, our, that's our opinion. That's, um, you know, the way that we are, that's the way that we're going to handle it for all of our clients, because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but having a strategy that can adapt to tomorrow uh, is very important to us and all of our clients. All right. Well, we hope that uh, through a little, uh, little bit of time here, we've been able to cover some topics maybe that you've had some questions about. Um, if we brought up anything and you're thinking to yourself, hey, I would like to get uh, more information, feel free to go to our website, pomwealth.net. You'll see on every page, top right-hand corner, there is a button you can click called 15-minute phone conversation. And there you are able to see our calendar. You're able to schedule with us. Uh, it makes it super easy, and Merce and I are happy to hop on a phone call with you, so please take advantage of that. Also, uh, wherever you're listening to us, please make sure you follow us or subscribe so you get all of the future episodes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Merce. It's another great wind down. Everybody have a great week. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.